We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Okay, UGK. Welcome back. WIP Midday Show. Hugh Douglas, Joe Giglio, Kyle Quinn behind the glass. You guys with us, 215-592-9494. That's how you join the show. We will get to the Sixers debacle last night. It was a debacle at the Wells Fargo Center. Coming up in a little bit, Howard will join us one hour from now. Elliot from the Combine at 1 p.m. And Champ Camp check-in coming up with the Phillies in a little bit. 215-592-9494. All right, we'll get back to the phone calls here. On, on our perspective on the offseason, what the Eagles should do, I, I'm, I'm all in. I want them to run it back and bring – as many of these guys back as possible. I feel like there's a chance to win the Super Bowl next year, and that shouldn't be, you know, kind of pushed aside for the chance at long-term contention. You, you believe that, you know, this this needs to be more of a long-term thought process. Yeah, I do. I mean, because I think that when you talk about you ha- you identifying your guy that you're going to move forward with, then your window, you you have a certain amount of time that you want to try to capitalize on on winning multiple titles. And I think that's what Eagles are trying to do. You know, you, you made an example of the Rams. Mm-hmm. The Rams were a, a, a team. All in. Where they were on the cusp. So they went and got a quarterback. And when they got their quarterback. Then they won. Yeah, you don't know you don't know what, what Stafford is going to be this year because, you know, he was hurting everything. But they got their one. So much so that there was some talk about Sean McVay basically retiring and going into the booth because he's still a young guy. But that, that's the model of the NFL. You know, try to – like you get a team close enough to get you to that point – and then you you make moves that get you over the hump. You make moves that get you over the hump. And with this move that they're potentially going to make with Jalen Hurts, they're they're in their window. They're they're they they are what you were talking about that that uh, Green Bay thought that they were with with Aaron Rodgers. Yep, every year we got a chance. Every year they, that's what they are. But but they're doing in a way where you have your two big key components. You got your two big weapons on the outside. You know you got your quarterback. You got your your offensive line, which is a little bit different because you know the guy, those guys play forever. Those guys, well, play they could play long. deep in their thirties. Yeah, yeah, they could play a long time. Yeah, we've seen it with Lane um, and Kelsey. Yeah, sure. so it, it's one of those things where you have your key components. Put some more, put some more weapons around him, and go for it. Yeah, I think there's two ways they could do this. They could kind of think big picture on it, like we got a nice window here, or, or push it in for next year and try to win. I, I would do that. Our two one five five nine two nine four nine four. Before we get back to the phone lines, though, how about this story? So this morning we got the news, Brian Johnson, the offensive coordinator. Yeah. I don't think that's surprising to anyone. And it's, Congratulations to him. You know what? He's had a nice rise in his career. Before he was, the college, I remember he was college quarterback at Utah and then coaching in the SEC, Florida, and then the Eagles brought him here to help coach Jalen Hurts. And, and now look at him, he's going to be the play caller, I think. We'll, we'll find out officially, I think, today for Sirianni. But Sirianni did make the point last week, his next coordinator will be the play caller. So Brian Johnson going to be the guy next year uh, calling these plays. But – Hugh, one Eagles coaching decision surprised me yesterday. 
<laughs> the Eagles not only retained special teams quarterback Michael Clay, they gave him an extension and a raise. A raise? I'm not trying to take money out of anyone's pocket. Like, you make as much money as you can, but what, what, how does that hit you? They gave him a raise. That well, was the worst part of the team. Well, it, you, <laughs> what are we doing? You think about, you think about that 65-yard return that they had in the Super Bowl. You were like, wow, you giving that guy some money? I, I guess the only way I can explain that is they had they had some money burning a hole in their pocket. They had to give it to somebody. Uh, Coach Gannon didn't want it. So they gave it to the next person. What's up, Bird Gang? It's so it's almost like you know in the NBA if you don't have, if you don't have a salary at a certain level you have to pay everyone else the extra money. Yeah. Yeah, they gave it to Michael Clay. Kyle, how did it hit you when you saw that Michael Clay not just got an extension but He's a race? Like, for real? <laughs> yeah, I'm like just confused. Uh, the one I, we when we looked at this team, we're like, man, this is the most stacked Eagles team. They have no weaknesses except probably the special teams. I mean, that was the one thing that everyone could have easily pointed at and said, this is a major flaw in the team, and it's going to come back and bite them. And it did. I, I, it makes zero sense to me whatsoever. That was, without a doubt, the worst unit on the team. I just, it, it blows my mind. So the, I, I agree with you. It, it is bizarre. The only thing I could think of is, Hugh, maybe they think that he is a good coach and they didn't give him good enough players on special teams this year. Maybe. Maybe. I, I mean, and, and they wanted to retain him. Yeah. You know, you talk about certain core players, certain core coaches that were leaving. You wanted to retain a coach. He probably had a job offer somewhere else or something like that. And they said, hey, you know what? We would, would love you for, for you to stay here. Well, when it was being reported by Rappaport and Schefter, they kept using the phrase highly regarded around the league. So this must be something where, you know, the, the Eagles know how he's viewed by the rest of the league. And they're like, eh, they ain't want him to go. Yeah, we don't want to let this guy go. And Can't let you leave. Right. And, this team really hasn't focused on bringing in special teams specialists, mm-hmm. so to say, since the Chip Kelly era. So maybe it is the kind of thing where they're just like, well, we, we know we didn't give this guy really anything to work with. So, you know, yeah. who knows? I mean, you might be right. Everyone, I mean, you, this might be the right theory. That being said, a 65-yard putt return in the Super Bowl, and then the guy gets a raise. It is, it is bananas. Oh, Jeff. my gosh, it's awful. I, I, Merrill, <laughs> I agree. Jeff's in Wilmington. What's up, Jeff? Jeff. It is. That was awful, by the way. Um. You know what? I think uh, I think Ike said it yesterday. He goes as far as rehiring or re-signing and giving more money to the special teams coach. That the the front office knows, like they know that it, this must be a player thing and not a coaching thing. Yeah, like Jeff. Saying, yeah, when they hired him, know, I, I remember how highly they talked up Michael Clay when they yeah. hired him. So they yeah. obviously believe the guy knows what he's doing. But it's just it's weird to see the results. Like like. But, Whatever, but at least the defense was highly ranked, right? Mm-hmm. Like we complained yeah. about him, but like the, the special yeah. teams was not highly ranked. Yeah. So as far as the uh, all in or, or you know the other option, big I'm picture, yeah, halfway, big picture. I, th- I think it can be done both. I think you could uh, walk that line and do either one. Howie's been really good at figuring out how to manipulate the cap to get the players in here we need, and. The other thing is all the other good teams have a quarterback that they're going to be paying if they're not already paying. So it's not like we're the only team that has to throw 45 or $50 million at our quarterback and worry about everything else. Like The other good teams are in the same position, you know? So I don't know. I just think I have confidence that he'll work it out. And, um, yeah, if we can go all in this year, great. But I, I see there's a middle ground there. And I think Howie's the guy that can do it, and he's already proven – let, you know, a couple of times that he can build a team fairly quickly. Well, the good thing, and Jeff, we appreciate it. Hugh, the good thing is how he's got experience, right? He's done this. He's had, Because he's been here so long, he's seen lots of different 
parts of the Eagles, right? Rebuild, bad team, or try to keep a Super Bowl team up. He's he's seen it all. Yeah, but this is one like like when when I hear people say that, I I, I think when they say he could do both, I mean he can. But with that that means to me that he's not going to keep everybody because you can't. I mean, that's the reality of the job that he has to do. Yeah, I, I agree with you. If he's doing both, he's really prioritizing the long term. Yes. Because, because yeah. I mean, so, so we're kind of in the same boat because going into this, this is how you have to look at it, people. There are certain guys that you identify as the season progresses that you know, okay, he's going to be a free agent. Okay, this is a guy that we want to lock up before we get to free agents because we know that if he makes the free agency, somebody's going to overpay him. That's what free agency is. When you look at everybody who got paid in free agency, they made more money with their new club than they ever would have done mm-hmm. in their old club. Uh, you talk about Dansby Swanson. They had a value, talking about baseball right now, but they yeah, had a sure value. Not. Yep, They had a value with the Braves on him that they felt that he was worth. He got more money than that somewhere else. You're from the Cubs, yep. Yes, he got more money. That That's just the way free agency works. So the Eagles have identified in their own mind the guys that they feel that they could potentially sign and the ones that they're going to le- lose in free agency. So they're playing, they're playing chess right now. Well, it's, it, it, you mentioned the, uh, the thing with Dan's response. Same thing, that's why Trey Turner's here, right? The Dodgers weren't willing to give him. Yeah, they didn't want to give him the money. Yeah, they, they looked at the years of the money, and they said that's not a good buy for us. And, and look, it, it, both sides could be right. Like, but does it mean the Eagles like, – it, it's all a matter to me, you of what spot you're in. Right, like value on a player to go to the Swanson thing. The Braves are probably right, but they're in a spot where they're trying to win a World Series. They might miss that guy this year. Yeah, so the Eagles could be like the Eagles could identify Hargrave and say, "Ah, he's a seventeen million dollar year player, not a twenty one million. I'm just using numbers." And right? they will lose out. And 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 it's it's all a game. It's all a gamble. And and you're gambling. See, this is the thing. You're gambling on those young guys, as opposed to gambling on on a, on a proven commodity because you're looking at that commodity. And you're saying that they are diminishing returns with this guy or that guy. Right. That's how you're looking at it. That The money that he's going to get. Because let me tell you what's going to happen. Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham are probably going to get offered a Gripperton in, in, in free agency. And they're going to take it, as they should. And people are going to look at that, and they're going to be feeling some kind of way and thinking they should have stayed here. But when you look at the overall money that they're going to get, it might be and it might be their last year. But that's how you look at it. It's the last hurrah. Mm-hmm. Grab all the money that you can because you're only taking away two things from this game, money and memories. Yeah, and they've made some memories already. They, <laughs> yeah. they've won a championship. They got some here. memories. Yeah, they do. It, so just give me the money. It's all about the priority for the team. You know, it, it's a, it's a matter of getting the right deal and thinking big picture or going all in. And I want to go all in because I think there's an opportunity in the NFC to win next year and go back to the Super Bowl. Jonah is up here on WIP. Hey, Jonah. Fellas, good morning from the site of the Philly special, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Oh, a special place, Jonah. Good morning. Special place. And, man, how cool is this? I'm talking to Hugh Douglas and Joe Gillian. You're pretty cool, too. But, Hugh, my dad. Thanks, Jonah. I appreciate that. (laughs) What's on your mind today? What are you thinking? So I got two things. One is a point and a question for Hugh. But the point I want to make is, you know, this idea of a long-term, you know, success, that's a business decision. That is for a team for an owner if your team is an asset in a portfolio. You want to be competitive enough to keep people in the seats and keep people engaged. John Middleton doesn't think that way. we got to go all in right now. And I want to see Jeffrey Lurie tell Howie Roseman the same thing. Your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think you're – well, 
I think it's an organizational thing. Owner, GM, right? They all got to be on the same page. But it, it's about what matters the most. Jonah, I, I brought up the, the the idea of the Packers, right? I think they thought they didn't, never had to go all in in a particular year. They had Aaron Rodgers. They knew they'd have 10 years, 15 years of Aaron Rodgers. And they never prioritized, like, fully going all in. And they never got back to a Super Bowl. I, I, that's my fear that the Eagles will be like that. Like, hey, we got Jalen Hurts now. We got a nice young core. We don't got to go all in. And then we wake up 10 years from now, and they never went back to a Super Bowl. I, I, I'm with you. And I also think, especially for small market teams, again, they want to be just competitive enough to get people in the seats and people to buy their merchandise. The question I have for you, Hugh, yes. is, you know, if you can, take us inside the locker room to talk about, you know, guys, and I know, if I remember correctly, you left the Eagles for a nice deal with the Jets. No, it was um, with the it was the Jag, Jaguars. 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 Yeah. Um, what What is the? I mean, for us in, who who don't play sports, obviously we want to follow the money, but we also want a good quality of life. We want a good organization. How much do players talk about? You know, yeah, I could get a few million dollars here, but I don't know if I want to go to that franchise. You know, what's funny that you bring that up. I did not think about that in my decision to go to Jacksonville. But when I got there, that was something that was in the forefront of my mind every damn day, Mm. to your point. But at the end of the day, I didn't see the forest for the trees. And and I don't know if a lot of people are thinking about it that way. And another thing was I knew that that my my journey was about over and I, I was I was on a straight money grab. I did not care, and I, I'm, I do not feel bad about that. I was on a straight money grab, and if you weren't paying me, then we we were not having a conversation. So, so that was important to me, but when I got there and I realized those intangibles that other people were trying to tell me about, I mean, it, it, it didn't matter until, I, until it mattered, if, if that makes sense to you. It didn't matter until it mattered, and that was one of the main reasons why I came back. The Eagles – have a good thing going that they have kept going for a long time as far as the uh, the family atmosphere that they have going, the continuity that they have in the locker room. And, and to your point, that's important. But at the same time, most cats aren't thinking about that because they're thinking about their longevity in this game. And if there's another opportunity to get a bite at the apple, you 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 have to you have to consider taking that. Well, that's why it's so hard to keep teams together because you know, every time, like you said, free agents are always going to get paid or almost always more with a new team than with their other team, with yeah. their old team, right? It's, it's hard to keep teams together. You really have to make a conscious effort to do it. And the Eagles have an opportunity here. I mean, they had an outstanding football team this year, and I don't think it should get broken up just because. Like, they could, they could, have, an, they could have an effect on this. Like, they could choose to prioritize bringing these guys back and, and try to win it next year. 215-592-9400 for Todd is in Philly. What's up, Todd? Hey, what's going on, Joe? What's up, Hugh? What's going on, man? Hey, Todd, what are you, you thinking? Know, I heard a caller a few calls back talking about playing with Jalen Hurts with this extension, this extra year he has. You don't want to get into that type of game with Jalen Hurts. This guy has an all-female uh, <laughs> yeah. management team, right? <laughs> that dog ain't going to hunt, bro. If he plays this year and has a, anywhere near the year that he had this year, She's not going to answer the phone unless you talk about sixty million dollars. <laughs> well, Todd, on your on your point, he does. Remember, he only has a four year contract, so he he yes. would be he would be a full free agent next offseason. They'd yes. have to franchise him, otherwise he could walk exactly. away, and that means they'd have to start the bidding at like the number of the franchise tag. It'd be insane. I'm saying, like, guy, his evaluation is just going to go up. Yeah, that extension is only this year that we have right now. It's only for us. It only helps us. Like, you get them done now, you get them done early. I'm going all in. I'm trying to sign Hargrave. Early. Now, it may cost us a little bit of money, but you got to prioritize Hargrave. 
I think you let Bradbury walk. I think you let uh, Fletcher, you let Graham walk. And uh, you just try to develop some of them younger guys. And, you know, you, you use that number 10 pick on uh, Joey Porter Jr. That's what, that's what I would He say. might not be there. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, but yeah, I, I follow, right, I follow right. you. I follow you though. I, I'm, I'm with you on that. He might not be there though. Yeah, but I, I'm just saying, like you don't, you don't play with Hargraves. I think you prioritize that guy. I think it's easier to go get a corner in this draft, and I, I just, I just go all in, man. I, I don't, I don't play. I try to bring as many guys back. Um, I franchise Gardner Johnson. Um, yeah, man, I, I'm going all in. I, I, I think just losing those two guys like Fletcher and, and losing Graham, I think we still have a nice core. But I don't play with Hargrave. Yeah, and you know what, Todd? They could try to get it done. I mean, he, him and his agent, Todd, we appreciate the call, might just be say, you know, they might say, look, free agency's two weeks away. We're not going to sign a deal because we want to get to the open market. But they could try to do that. They could try to do it with any of these guys over the next couple weeks. I, I'll put it this way. I'd be willing to accept that the Eagles tumble down and have a losing record three or four years from now if they go back all in next year. Because I just look at the NFC as, as an opportunity that they can't pass that up. They need to go back all in. I, I, you know, once in a while I see a call on the board here, you, and I say, we got to go to that one next. And that mm-hmm. would be Matt, who's up next here at WIP. Matt, what's up today? <laughs> Matt, what are you thinking, buddy? Spill it. talking to me. Yes, yes, Matt. Spill it. Oh, hey. Hey, hey Matt. Sorry, I've been country now. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, you're good, man. What, so what's, what are you thinking today? All right. So first of all, I just want to say I'm still mad that we got rid of Shady McCoy back few years ago but um but with Matt, also, before you go on like wasn't that like a almost a decade ago now it feels like it yeah it feels yeah I mean you can I mean you're entitled to your emotions for as long as they are just all right so you're still mad about that all right what, what else are you thinking um I feel like since Carson Wentz has dropped from Washington mm-hmm. is it yeah um I I talked to your guy on the phone I'm going to rephrase what I said I think he is a good quarterback, a good quarterback. I'm not going to say great. No. He's definitely a good secondary. Spit it out. Spit it out. Just say it, Matt. Say what you want to say. Spit it out. What do you mean? Say what you're going to say. He he should be a backup quarterback. Yeah, where? Where should he be? See, see, we're going to have you out here. Where should he be a backup quarterback, man? Spit it out. Where should he be? Yes. Uh, probably one of the worst teams ever, I guess, the Dolphins or the Giants. Come on, Matt. Tell me what you told me on the phone, ahead, buddy. Matt, say it. <laughs> See, Matt, you ain't keeping it real. No, you know, all right. I said he is a great quarterback. Hey, where you say he should but, be, Matt? Do you want to bring him back here, Matt? He should be. He should be a. He he shouldn't be a starter. Matt, you do can't you want to bring him? He can't be married. Do you want to bring him back like here, Matt? Be like that, Hugh Douglas. <laughs> one of my favorite players. Matt, but I'm saying we gave you the floor, and you you didn't walk through the door. Matt, are you serious? You want to bring Wentz back? <laughs> no, absolutely you know, not. You know I did not say that. Uh, I did not say Matt, that one thing. well, Matt, let me. I'll push back on this. He's not Matt. He's he's not a good quarterback. He's a he's a bad one. And can I just say this, Matt? I wanted how, you to say How is he a bad quarterback? He got the Eagles almost to the Super Bowl, and then he got injured. Matt, you know, you realize how long ago, five years ago, in the NFL was? So, it's a lifetime. Yeah, it's a lifetime. So now, today, so, so today, now, now, he's a bad, he's a bad quarterback. Hey, hey Matt, I just want to say this. 
Are you I guys was, not hearing what I'm saying? No, though? Matt, I'm listen. He should, be, uh, he should be a secondary quarterback. Listen, Matt, I, I'm, I'm going to say this because I wanted you to say it because I was going to start the show with it, but I didn't want the heat <laughs> no. that I was going to get for it. Uh-oh, no. So I wanted you to take the bullet for me, and then I was going to piggyback. What, 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 what awful. did you want me to say then? I thought you, I, I thought you were going to say he needed to be a backup here. No. Absolutely not. I don't want him in Philly. You don't yep. want him in Philly? <laughs> no. Well, neither do I. Uh, I yeah, and, and Matt, Matt, we appreciate it. Since we, he didn't put it out there, I, I I thought about it, but then Kyle talked me off that one. Yeah, he we, was we, like, he's like, they're going to kill you in People Philly. like you, you. We want to keep it that way. <laughs> as a backup, you wouldn't want Carson Wentz as a backup, man. Not a chance. Not okay, a chance. I'm going to leave that one right there then. That was a horrible <laughs> call. <laughs> not a chance. <laughs> Hey, I wouldn't bring him back if he played for free. It's my second week and I already got no. a horrible take. <laughs> I have him every day. It's it won't, fine. Hey, it won't be the, it won't be the last time. Though. You know, it's, it, if he hadn't, look, I'll put it this way: if you just give me his resume and you said he had never been here before, just like the idea of it. How about this? But he he's him. I can't do that ever how about, again. How about if he said I learned from my mistakes and I'm willing to come back because I'm sorry? No, no, thank you. I'm sorry. He's going to apologize to me or to the whole city? To, to the whole city. No. I'm sorry for being the way that I was. I can't do that with the locker room stuff. It's too what, di- what what kind of what kind of pool do you think he's going to have in well, that locker none. room? Well, none, especially as the older guys are gone. Yeah. But, but also, if they, if Jalen gets hurt, I don't want Wentz on the field. I, don't, I watched it for so long. We've watched so many snaps of it. No, never again. I, here's my question. Do you think he plays in the NFL again? I wouldn't be shocked I, if he would just retire. Listen. He he had a year. Was it twenty seventeen? Twenty seventeen, yeah. Where he was damn he was almost MVP. He no, he played really well that season. I think I think that there's somebody out there. There's a coach that will look at him uh and think that he can uh he can they can re- resurrect his career. But coaches always think like that. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's a coach in, yeah. the, in the league. Sean Payton? Maybe, maybe. I mean, I, we, when players have success, they surprised. get their opportunities. I would not be surprised. Because, listen, man, I think, I think what has happened to Carson Wentz is, you know, he had a lot of success early. And, and sometimes, you know, some people have success too early and they don't know how to handle it. I think that now he's been humbled. I would not be surprised if Sean Payton brought him out to Denver. Would not be surprised. Well, he needs an option in case in case Russell Keats can yeah, to go back. Like, like I would not be surprised if he if he ends up in Denver. Yeah, the que- I think the question for Wentz is going to be now: Is he want, will he accept being a backup? Is he has it, no choice. Yeah. Well, then he I mean he could just retire. I mean he has one hundred and five million dollars in the bank. I mean I never thought he loved football. Um, we'll see. By the way, you when he, when the trade happened, I said that night over the next five years the Eagles would win more games than Carson Wentz, and a lot of people said no to me. So since he's left, the Eagles have won 23 regular season games. How many has he won? Wentz has won 11. Yeah, you, 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 you hit you – hit, That, hit, that, that gap that might grow a is lot this, the next year. Is this your I told you so? On, I tried, is this your I tried to tell you? You're feeling real vindicated well, right I, now. I've been doing the I told you so on Wentz for a while now. Yeah, but it's, it's, I'm not surprised he got cut yesterday. 215-592-9494. Lots to talk about. Let me find out you a little petty, though, Joe. That's, that was a petty. Well, that be, was kind well, of petty. Because the I Wentz respect thing, petty, though. I, I do respect yeah, that because I'm, I'm super petty. Well, I mean, the Wentz thing. But I respect thing, that. I think they did a good job pairing us together. That, I, that might, that's going to work out well. A couple petty guys. 215-592-9494. That's how you hop on. All right. All the Eagles stuff. Do you want to go all in or think big picture this offseason? When we get back, we got to talk about the Sixers game. Oh, the do loss, we have to? Well, I, 
And we don't have to. I mean, I'm still optimistic, but I I understand why people are upset. I do. I understand it. And last night was very fresh. And we'll hit hit it, how it sounded, what the guys had to say. All your phone calls on Sports Radio 94 WIP. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Embiid guarded by Adebayo. Double comes. Joel passes out of it. Harden for three. Too strong, and that will do it tonight here in South Philly. Had the open look. Harden unable to convert. Jimmy Butler and the Heat survive. Yeah, they survived, and the Sixers did not last night. Welcome back. Hugh Douglas Show, Julio, WIP Midday Show, 215-592-9494. Get your board here. You so what, four days ago, sitting here talking about how there was a character win against the Grizzlies, and they fought, and they were tough, and they had some mental toughness, and then they lose Saturday night on the, on the uh, Tatum shot. But they had a chance last night. I get some Miami Heat team, Hugh, that's not very good. They're thir- they came in last night 32-29. and 29. They're all right. They, you know, yeah, they're in the middle of the pack. Not great. Team. Not a great team. And, and there were some opportunities mm-hmm. for you to win that game. 20 turnovers last night. Man, that hurt. That hurt. And they weren't even, like, pressing you. You were no. turning the ball over. Uh, I know yesterday I came in here. I'm still optimistic, by the way. I'm still optimistic. But I'm a little frustrated, and I understand the fans' frustration because that was a, that was a huge missed opportunity last night. Yes. And I know you got to go down there and play them again, and, you know, you get a chance to run it back and all this stuff. But there was an opportunity there where – we talked about it yesterday. All the people that we needed to play well and contribute, contributed yesterday. Maxie, we talked about Tyrese Maxey yeah. and, 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 you know, by the way, I think he listened to the show because it's just amazing how everything that we said that they weren't doing, like getting him involved in everything, it was ironic that all of that happened yesterday. Tyrese, we appreciate listening. Yeah, appreciate that, man. Appreciate, appreciate that. Be a first-time call, a long-time listener. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to lose in the fashion that you lost. Now, listen, I don't have a, I don't have a problem with the shot that that uh, Harden took, yeah, no, it was a bad shot. It wasn't a bad shot, but it was just, it, it was just indicative of of what the missed opportunities that this team has had. You talk about there was a stretch in that la- in that fourth quarter where, you know, the 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 Heat missed a couple shots. You have an opportunity to go out that down there and capitalize on it. You didn't do it, and it was just it was just frustrating. That was a frustrating loss last night. It was, and and what bothers me more than anything is the turnovers in that game. You, you turn the ball over twenty times, you are going to lose, and it's just. Joel Embiid, you know, Hugh, he's a great player. He's an MVP candidate, but his he had six turnovers last night. You got to lead by example. You, yeah. and a couple of those, they, he was just holding the ball and they just took it away from yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. and then you talk about the fact that there's only two times where you led through that game, and that was at the beginning of the game and at the end. The, that one fleeting moment at the end. Yes. You, you can't, like, 
as a fan, you can't keep like you can't wait to the end of the game to start playing. Well, I, I'm glad you brought that up. So they did that against Memphis, right? Memphis, they got off to a terrible start, mm-hmm. and then they they turned it around and they played good defense at the end. But they got off to another bad. Like if you do this in the playoffs, you're it's, going you, to yeah. lose. Yeah, and 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 that's the thing. You know, I I understand that most people say, hey, well, you know, in the playoffs, well, in the NBA, that you fourth quarter they don't get excited to the fourth quarter. But for whatever reason, this team looks like it sputters. It gets off to a slow start, like you said, and, and just kind of meanders through until, you know, they make the game interesting, like midway through the third quarter. And then at that point, you know, just think what could happen potentially if you get off to a good start and just keep that momentum going. Then you won't have these games that come down to the wire or things like that and, and, and crazy things happen that, that make it unfortunate. And another thing, and I know he means it and he means well by saying it, but after a while, man, hey, talking about it falls on me. That that dog ain't gonna hunt anymore either. That's gonna stop hunting. Well, I'm. You know what? That that's been the story here for. It, it, stop. Set, My fault. How about My bad. this? You know, you ever you know that meme? Like we're all trying to find the guy who did this. Yeah. You you did this. You had six turnovers last night. Stop talking about we need to be careful with the ball. We need Joel talking about we need to be perfect and all that kind of stuff. How about just go do it? it it's they're a frustrating team and. Hugh, I feel like over the next, we talk about the schedule, how difficult it is. Over the next three or four weeks, we're going to learn about them. Like, are they going to turn this thing and, and, and be well-oiled going into the, you know, the first week of April in the playoffs? Or are they going to sputter the next three weeks and we're going to be like, ah, oh, here I'll we tell go. You what, I'll tell you what's getting old real quick. It's, it's my fault and I need to do better. You, Hugh's been here two months and he's, yeah, he's, yeah, he's it's, feeling it's, it now. No, no, because it's like <laughs> the one thing I try not to do because I don't want to get jaded. I just want to watch the game for what it is. Yeah. But when I keep hearing the same thing over and over again, as a former athlete, it's like, dog, after a while, you know people are tired of hearing that because that's like your fallback. Like, it's one or two times, and you go out there and you show it, but to keep doing it over and over again, and I'm not, I know Gerald Embiid is a hell of a player, and I know he has a lot on his plate, but, but dude, you, like to your point, you have to lead by example. You can't be the catalyst for, for this thing going south. You can't have turn the ball over six times. Can't well, do that. And the frustrating part, in 215-592-9494, we'll get back to all the Eagles talk and, and throwing the Sixers in here. The frustrating part is it happens against Jimmy Butler, the guy that was here. here. I was thinking that, and, and he, I was and, like, dang. And he's the one that leads by example. Jimmy Butler made some crazy plays last night. I'm he, talking about on both ends of the floor. He loves beating the Sixers. Since he was here. He loved beating up his teammates, too. He loves it. He I, And I, I was wrong on him, Kyle. I, don't, I, I forget where you were on all that, but I, I was wrong Wait, on you Jimmy. Wait, were you wrong? I, yeah, I'm wrong sometimes. <laughs> it doesn't happen often. But, no, I was dead wrong on Jimmy. I, th- I, thought, they sh- I, I, was, I thought they were right to move on. And it was a, it's 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 it, it, it they've never really truly recovered from letting Butler walk away. I th- I thought they were going to be okay moving on from him too. But the further away you get from that season and the Kawhi shot and the way that all ended, you're like, man, that really was our best chance at winning a title. Especially with the way that season broke out afterwards. I mean, the Warriors were banged up in the finals. Yep. I mean, that was that was the Sixers' easiest path to get there. Let, let's hear from Doc last night from or Glenn, whatever we want to call him after last night's <laughs> loss uh, about about Jimmy Butler. Yeah, you know, overall it was defended well. I thought we defended him pretty well overall, but he still made plays. He's such a smart player. I thought our zone was really effective, but Jimmy kept getting to the middle. Uh, our ice technique was terrible defensively. We were icing, and he kept getting middle. That should never happen. But Jimmy's Jimmy, so you got to give him credit. It's a Marquette kid, you know, second best player ever. Third, third. T- Tobias Wade. D-Wade, uh, me, D-Wade, Jimmy Butler. <laughs> he, got, he got the nerve to be joking in a situation like that? <laughs> we doing a stand-up routine after a loss last night? <laughs> yeah, but uh, that probably, they, hey, Doc, that probably was not 
smart. Yeah, I'm people don't love Doc, Doc Rivers. Also, I, I, I thought it was a little bit of a, not a dig at this guy, but you see how he called Jimmy a smart player after his team turned the ball 20 times? Like, he plays smart. We got to play smart. Let's but, go. but, but you got, like, you're at a point now where you have to say something. Yes. Like, because we were talking about the other night when he was talking about KD. And how, how KD wouldn't do certain things. No, no, KG, sorry. Yeah, Garnett. Garnett, when he was the Celtics, with how he didn't do certain things. You have to you have to hold your players accountable. I you think, have to. I think Rivers realizes he's getting fired if this thing doesn't get out in the second round, so he's going to go out and blaze here. Stand-up comedy, throwing his players on the bus. I'm I'm here for it. Rob Zidelko, upset about the Sixers. What's up, Rob? Uh, what's up, Joe Hugh? What's up, Hugh? What's I got going a on, man? What I, what I do? <laughs> what I do? Listen, 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 listen. I'm all kidding. I mean, listen. I know you get a lot of calls. Hugh, we talked to, and it's going to ring a bell when I mention this phrase here, okay? Okay. We talked about Big Brother getting punched in the mouth. Remember that yesterday, Yes, Hugh? the other day. Now, now our ass is getting kicked again, Hugh. We're getting yeah. punched in the mouth again. When are we going to punch back? Hugh? Yeah, that, that one, like, I'm glad you brought that up because watching that game last night, that that's not a leg to stand on after that because that was a winnable game. Yep. Like, the, un, the, the bad part about that is, that was a winnable game last night. And there were some opportunities late in that game to take the lead and, and run away with it. You didn't do it. Did not and do like, it. And like Joe said, they're, they're not even a top-level team right now this year. Anytime we play a more physical team, Boston, Miami, I hear the Mr. So- yo, yo, you, you know the Mr. Softy truck? I hear the Mr. Softy <laughs> Mr. Salty. Mr. Softy. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, yo, Kyle, Kyle, can you play that for me when I hang up? Play a little Mr. Softy truck for me? Because that's what I hear with the Sixers. Worst song. <laughs> There you go. There you go. I, I, I'll take a – and you know, Hugh, being from Philly, we don't say sprinkles, Hugh. We say jimmies, you know The I mean? jimmies, the jimmies. I haven't heard jimmies in a while. Yeah, I bet, yeah. The jimmies. We, we say jimmies, so you know how it is. I, I'm just sick of this. It's what, no, what, listen, I'm not blaming Doc Rivers no more. I'm not blaming Brett Brown no more. It's the same damn players we can't execute at the end of place. We, if I see Tobias Harris, new nickname, a.k.a. Anthony Davis, street clothes, I want him in street clothes now because he's soft too. Rob, he had he, two. He stepped points. up last night. Yo, no, last night only had two. Tobias. No, I'm, no, you know Maxie. what I was thinking about. Maxie. Tyrese Max. Yeah. My bad. No, yeah. Maxie played well. Yeah, he had two. And if I see him get the ball in his hands again, like he doesn't want to take He passes it to Joel or go to these guys that have the clock running down. No execution. You turn the ball over. It's the same freaking story with these guys. Yeah, I can't take that it. that one hurt last night. Yeah, Rob, there, there was there was some some opportunities there. And then you let Jimmy Butler just come in to get the yam on you, coming down the lane like that. Come on, man. It's just, <laughs> he just sticks it to them every yeah, single time. Yeah, 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 I know. Tobias Harris, they chose Tobias Harris off. Really, they chose Ben Simmons over. Jeremy that, and that's Vineland. That's probably why he went off last Yeah, night. I'm sure it was. <laughs> I, I, I think Jeremy wants to blame Rivers a little bit. What's up, Jeremy? What's going on, my man? How we doing, buddy? What are you thinking? Yeah, uh, yeah I was talking about the Sixers. Yes. Yeah, man. Uh, Doc Rivers got to go, and Tobias Harris, he, he, he's terrible. That might – I mean, while you're playing, that might happen. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if, if you find the team willing to take Tobias Harris's contract, no, you mean, tell Doc me. R- Doc oh, yeah. Rivers being fired. Yeah, Rivers is going to be out of here soon. <laughs> yeah, there's no there's no way you should be – there's no way you could be a, a, a max player contract and you average two points a game. It's well, he's like, not – wait, wait, hold on. He's not, he's not average. Not average at two. But you're right. Oh, average, last I'm night sorry, he had two. Sorry. Last night, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, he, he, he got two points last night. That's, that's, that's ridiculous. It's hard. Jeremy, I think it's almost impossible in the NBA to play 35 minutes unless you're just not trying to score and only score two points. Like, that's ridiculous. He's Ben Simmons Jr. Ben Simmons Jr. <laughs> He's Ben Simmons Jr. That's terrible, man. If it was up to me, 
I would have tried to I would have tried to move him uh, at the trade deadline. I would have tried to give up Tobias Harris and a couple of draft picks and, and try to go get Kawhi Leonard. Well, I mean, Jeremy, yeah, if, if you could do that, and Jeremy appreciates the phone call. Yeah, I think any GM in the world would do that, but that, that obviously wasn't on the table. The frustrating part is Rivers gets blamed. We talk about Maxi, we talk about uh, Tobias, but Hugh, you said it. You picked up on it last night with Joel. J- J- the common denominator here for for the last nine years now. I mean, a lot of that was, he was hurt in the beginning, but let's say the last five or six, it's him. Yeah, and and I understand, you know, that that there are going to be some Embiid defenders, which I I totally respect. But after a while, when when you're the leader, like the the it's on me or da 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 whatever whatever you say, my fault. That wears thin quickly. Yep. Because you are the guy that that people are looking at. You have to be the example, man. Whether you like it or not. You know, you got all the money. You you are the face of the franchise. You can't get out there and say, I mean, it's, it's it, it works every now and then, but you have to go out there on the court and show that you're trying to get better and improve. Yeah. Now, well, after the All-Star, you know, he had a hell of a start after the All-Star. Mm-hmm. Had, a, came, had a hell of a start, but it's starting to wear old kind of thin, man. It's starting to wear, it's, it's starting to get real thin real quick, I mean, because you got two games that one would argue that they were winnable games. You know, you that Boston game, that was a winnable game. Absolutely. That game last night definitely was a winnable game. Yeah, like when he Should says thing when like we need yeah. we need to be locked in the whole game. It you starts know, you, with you. You need to be locked. Yeah, yeah, you got to be locked in. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't locked in early in the, in the Memphis game. Obviously, he turned it around, but like it starts with you. He, he, and well, I know he said and you know he said something yesterday as well. He's like like it begins and ends with Tyrese Maxey. Tyrese stepped his game up. He did. He stepped his game up last night. Gave you 23. The turnovers is the is the tell of this story. And Joel had six of them. He that, led them that, that, in the turnovers. turnovers. Is the tell of this story. Like, don't tell me we got to be locked in if you're not locked in. Let's go back to the phone lights here. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Tom in the Northeast is up. What's up, Tom? It's me. Tom, it's you. Are you it's Tom? You, man. You're Tom. What's up, Tom? What's up, guys? Well, actually, you know, the phone did a little hole scratching me. I'm not going to get into it too deep, but uh, okay. Yeah. I hope you guys are doing well, staying warm today. Um, just wanted to call in and uh, add to the con- or contribute to the conversation. What are you thinking here, Tom? All right, Tom's phone gave out. We'll hey, get it back up. Another crazy. Tom. This one I know his phone is good. Tom and Abington is up. What's up, Tom? Yo, fellas. How we doing today? What's going on, man? Hey, Tom. All right. So uh, you had a caller, uh, Matt, I think was his name, living in the past. Shady and the Bronco, huh? The shady thing, I just like I didn't think any like not that you don't care, but it's been a long time now. Well, allow me to put the final now in the Carson coffin in this city. Okay. <laughs> there was no bigger supporter of Carson Wentz, Joe, than yours truly. Oh, uh, I remember a lot of our conversations, Tom. I didn't forget. I would call you up every night defending that man. Yep. And um he's terrible. He will <laughs> never be in midnight green again. So let's move on. Um, as far as the Eagles are concerned, um, with their problems with free agency here, I, it's pretty simple, guys. And, and you guys already have the answer to it. I'm shocked that you haven't mentioned it today because the callers have been pointing it out to you for over a week now. They're going to run this whole thing back because we're getting a bunch of guys on hometown discounts and bargains. Who says? Who? <laughs> <laughs> says all our callers. That's who says. <laughs> that, that, That's that, all that. I've been hearing. <laughs> uh, but on a serious note, um, so we do have Jalen for his uh, rookie deal 
for this year, right? Regardless of the of whatever transpires in the contract. Right? So, it, Tom, it depends. I mean, they really would have two options. They can just tack on the extension, so they'll, they'll leave his. I think he has a four million dollar cap hit for this year, right? So they right. keep it at four, and then they tack on everything in twenty twenty four and beyond, or. They could if they want to just rip this up and start new. But, I, Tom, I would think they'd want to keep him as cheap as possible for at least one more year. Right. So this should not allow us to bring back a good um, portion of these free agents? I think so. I mean, I, I, it can. The only thing is you know, the more money you push Jalen further, the harder it will be to keep guys 2024 or 2025. But I'm, I'm willing to do that. Like, I, I think going all in for this year is the right way to do it. Yeah, I, I fall on your side, Joe. It's you got to strike while the iron's hot. Um, I think that uh, they got a lot of leadway uh, coming up in this year if they keep Jalen's contract intact for this last year. Run it back. Bring back as many of them guys as you can. You fellas have a great day. Tom, you got it, buddy. We appreciate it. And, and Hugh, that really is going to be, and, and I'm sure Howie's going to speak today at 315. I'm sure Mark Cerise will bring it to you uh, when he's on the air today. But, I'm sure that's going to be a lot of the questions. How he's going to get is is the pri- like what is the priority this off season? Yeah, and 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 he's not going to be able to tell you readily. You know, he's going to talk around it like he always, always does. You know, and that's why you really have to read between the lines. And that's why you know when we were playing a few cuts that he had early on. He was talking about you know Eagles Hall of Famers. He was talking about guys that were were cornerstones of this team for a long time. To me, that sounds like they're moving on from those guys because you have to. I mean, that's the, that's the tough part about this business is guys that you know and love and have contributed tremendously to this organization. At some point, they're probably not going to be here. That's the nature of the beast. Brandon Graham is the longest tenured Eagle since I can remember. Yeah, you know, well, as 20, long as he's been here. 2010 he was drafted. Man, listen, I remember when he was drafted. And he's had, a, like, Brandon Graham is going to be known as one of the favorite Eagles for a long time coming. Mm-hmm. No question about that. But there's a possibility that Brandon Graham won't be here. Brandon Graham might put on another uniform. And I know for him, I can't imagine him thinking if he still wants to play, he couldn't fathom putting on another uniform. And he's close to breaking the all-time Eagles record for games played. If he yes. comes back next year, he'll be a top that assuming he stays healthy. He'll be a top that list. Hugh, I actually think he might be the most difficult decision for them because he had such a good year. Yeah, and, he, and, and then, man, listen, he's a great person in the community. I mean, I, I you know, it was funny going across the bridge, coming to Jersey, coming from Jersey, see his picture, <clears throat> and I'm just proud of him for what he has become. Because his first couple years in the league, it was, it was, it wasn't great. It, it was, was rough. It was rough. And for for him to come from that to be where he is now, man, you know, I look at that guy and I'm like, man, really, really, really proud of him. And I know for him and his family, the decision to potentially, if he still wants to play, that is, to go somewhere else, has to be at the forefront of his mind right now. So before the season, if you were to ask me to guess how this play out, I would say, well, you know, he's coming off an Achilles. If, you know, he maybe gets three or four or five sacks. If he wants to play next year, he'll come back for a little bit because he's not that good anymore. But he had 11 sacks. Yeah. His production this year, I think, makes it hard because someone might look at him and say, and, and the he's respect, still got it. And the respect that he has in the league, yes. man, because he's a leader. Like, he's a leader. And somebody's probably going to offer him a nice little piece of cheese. And it's gonna be up. It's, it's gonna be one of those things. He's gonna have to make a decision whether or not he's gonna take it. I, you know, I hope he's back, but I think he will end up being the most difficult decision for them. Doug is up here on WFP. What's up, Doug? Hey guys, how's it going? Hey, what's going on? Man? Hey, Doug. I enjoyed the show, man. Thank you. I still break out my uh, '53 jersey every once in a while. I oh, appreciate you. There we go. So, yeah, good to hear you. You um, just had a question for you guys. Is it concerning at all to you that 
with all the turnover that we're going to possibly have on our defense that we don't have a coordinator going into the combine? Aha! Now, we, we can't report this, but there's reports that something might happen by the end of the day. So, by the end of the day. Yeah, so, by the end of the day. So, Doug, here's what we got. Jeremy Fowler, ESPN, he, he put out a tweet just about 20 minutes ago saying the other candidates are starting to brace themselves for Sean Desai to get the job. So it's not, you know, it's not official, but he's just, they, I guess people, reporters are hearing that Desai might be the guy. Gotcha. Okay. Well, it could be worse, I guess. Yeah, I, I like him. I mean, I, I think he's got an interesting resume. He's a Vic Fangio guy. He was in Chicago those years, and and he was the assistant coach with the Seahawks this past year. I I, I think it's an interesting hire. Obviously, we got to learn more about him if he's the guy. Sure. Yep. All right. Perfect. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. You got it, Doug. Appreciate. It. I mean, that Hugh, we mentioned this the last couple of days. Like, it is weird or bizarre that they were going to the combine without either coordinator. Now mm-hmm. they have one, right? Brian Johnson this morning. Maybe too soon. Yeah, but they. <clears throat> I think that that's kind of how. They were under the gun, you know, in the combine coming yeah. up. You would think that because now – because you're going to be at the combine, it, when, as I recall, you're going to be evaluating guys. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, that's the first time that you're going to get a chance to go and talk to these players, talk to these young men that you're potentially t- thinking about taking at certain picks. They're going to have a f- bunch of guys that they're going to have identified at, that could potentially be there <laughs> when, when they get drafted. Well, when they, when they draft. So they're going to go talk to those young men. They're going to get a whole bunch of swag. They're going to get a chance to talk to the gym and sit down and meet people just to see what their character is like. That That's going to be the biggest thing. That Over the years, it seems like that's become more of, of the combine than the actual physical stuff. Like yeah, because well, a lot of guys come to the combine and they don't do a whole lot. They they come to the combine and they'll be like, no, I'm not, you know, I'm not talking to you or I'm not doing this or that. I'm, I'm not going to lift. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, plus <laughs> you you could just you could see, you could see at a pro day if they can run if they could yeah. jump, but you can, you got to talk to them, you got to yeah. vet them. I, I remember when I went way back when, I remember guys when they say, "Hey, so and so wants to talk to you." Man, I'm not talking to y'all. I'm not going <laughs> to be there when you pick. Like guys used to do that. Man. Like guys would say that, and I was like, "Wow, for real?" <laughs> like like guys like, "Hey, man, I'm not talking to y'all. Y'all not going to be there. I'm going to be I'm going to be go- way gone." Before you pick, yeah, I mean that's. I guess if you if you are good for you, but if you're yeah, not, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was a job one of those, interview is really what it is. Yeah, basically that's what it is. They want to try to get to know you as much as they possibly can, and and that's the the, the initial meeting. Then they're gonna do you're gonna do the underwear Olympics. You're not gonna go weigh in, show your height, weight, whatever, and whatever you decide to do at the combine, and that's it. And most guys are gonna have their pro days at their school. Well, and the and the weigh in and the and the, the the size that becomes such a big thing. Like Bryce uh, Young, the quarterback from Alabama, he's he, a little, he's a slight build, five ten. He weighs like one ninety. And then last year, the big thing, remember Kenny Pickett's hands, yeah, tiny he hands, got little hands, got little hands. two gloves. Kenny Pickett with his with his tiny hands. Let's go to Will of God, who's up. What's up, Will? Will of God. Yo, wait a minute, I wasn't even prepared for that one. Oh, well, I saw you on the board. We need to talk to you. What's up, buddy? What are you thinking? Yo, man, you ain't going to believe this. First of all, I got to give a mad shout out. Yo, man, do you know how long it's been for me to get on the radio again? I've been treated like I'm septic or or, or noodle. I've been trying to give love to Angela since she left. I've been trying to get on the morning show. Can't get on. I was like, wait a minute, been on hold. I'm like, what the heck is that? All right, l- let's set a new new standard. All right, Will of God, you are welcome on the midday show. From now on, we 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 get we see you on the board. We'll get you up. How's that sound? Oh, yo, yo, first of all, yeah, you crazy. Yo, what's up, you? Hey, how you doing? Yo, you already know when I told you when I saw you at the um, Wicked Wolf. I said, do you to the string. You're doing it. Appreciate you. 
What are you oh, thinking man, today, Will? What's, what's on I your mind? I don't to talk about the Eagles, but I want to give a shout-out to my boy Rod and Kika. Kiki with advanced solutions. They really helping out because he's back history, Mike. But I want to talk about my Eagles. And um, Oh, thank God, Jack. And, and, and what's happening, what I see, right, and I want to ask you too, Hugh, because you already know. What I noticed, right, and I told everybody – my accident was like WWE football, but I was talking about that because of the fact that when the um, Chiefs was playing the Bengals and all three of those players fell on each other like they were freaking astronauts, I don't know why, but it didn't make no sense. But you, you know within the locker room, do you really believe and think that the players are really standing up to their responsibility or they starstruck because of, you know, what they, what they went through with the Super Bowl? You, you, what do you mean? Starstruck about what? Starstruck meaning like all the all the atmosphere coming at them, and they're like, oh, uh, you know, starstruck. All the bright lights you know, of the Super Bowl, but they played well. No, in the Super no, Bowl. They, yeah. they played well. I don't, I don't. And we, no, we appreciate no, it. No, no. that ha- I mean, that happens sometimes. But the Eagles didn't come out. They, they had a lead at halftime. Yeah, they, 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 they didn't. They weren't. Uh, you know, during the headlights. They went right down the field yeah, and they scored. Played. Yeah, they played. They played well. Yeah, that, that no. wasn't the problem. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. That's how you hop forward. Lot to talk about. Should the Eagles go all in this offseason or prioritize the big picture? I want them to go all in. Use think it big picture with the way they approach this offseason. Your phone calls, we'll get back to the Sixer stuff as well. Champ camp check in. And on the other side, we got Howard asking his thoughts on how the Eagles should approach this offseason. And I'm sure he has some thoughts on the Sixers as well. Two, three, four, five, Sixers. Yeah, <laughs> that dope next on Sports Radio 94 WIP. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.